life is not going to be the same as it was pre-children. <laughs> it just, it just isn't. And so if you go into it with this expectation that, you know, in a week or so, I'm just going to get back into whatever I was doing before. It's like, no, you're not, you yeah. aren't. And that's okay. This is the Begin Within podcast, where we believe real, lasting health and fitness requires you to start inside before you work out. I'm your host, Nate Slegger, and I'm here to show you behind the scenes of fitness. You already know exercise is good for you, but what about all the other things in life that affect your fitness? If you're looking for extra motivation to get started or to make sure you keep going, this is the place for you. Produced by BeginWithin.fit. Could you do me a huge favor? That will only take you a few seconds. Could you help me to get this show discovered by more people who could benefit from it? You're thinking, yes, I want to help, but how do I do it? Here's how you do it. Please make sure that you are following the Begin Within podcast on whatever podcast listening platform that you are on right now, and also give it a rating. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please take 30 seconds to write a quick review about how much you love this show. If you've already done this, Thank you so much, and if you're about to do it, thank you as well. Now, let's get into our episode. I'm too busy to improve my health. Making nutritious foods takes too much time and costs too much money. Have you ever said those types of things? Have you ever thought those Maybe you have recently, and if you are a parent who is trying to improve your own health and that of your family, I'm sure those things have run through your mind before. If so, you're going to love what our guest today has to share. He's been on the show before. He is Coach John McLernan. He's a weight loss coach himself. He's had a huge transformation and continues to make progress when it comes to his own health. Now he's a new father, and he's going to share some of the challenges and the adventures of being a new father, but also being someone who's trying to navigate this and at the same time keep his own health and that of his family, of course, in its proper place as a priority. He's going to entertain you. You're going to laugh a little bit today. I promise he's got some really great stories and he's just real. He's real about what it takes to be a parent and also to focus on your health. Here are a few things that I want you to listen for. First of all, he's going to talk about this early on, but it is throughout the whole conversation, this idea of setting can't miss goals. Listen for that. And listen for how that theme is just throughout the things that he has to say. Secondly, here's a phrase he says. Here's a quote, and there's a ton around this that we talk about. I want you to listen closely for it and then listen for, again, the the essence of it spread throughout the interview. 
do what you can with what you've got and be okay with it. Okay, listen for that. And then finally, he's going to share some some real practical ways that you can get your kids involved in the process of making healthy choices, making healthy foods, and improving the health of the family. And of course, that's going to that's going to actually support you and make the job easier for you rather than having these other people fighting against you when being healthy is hard enough already. Before we dive into the interview, I want to tell you about something super cool. I'm very excited about it. It is a brand new book that I wrote that you can get for free. It's called Five Ways You're Wrecking Your Weight Loss. I want you to check it out. I want you to learn about those five things that we talk about in the book that will absolutely affect the results that you get. And it is not a what-to-eat prescription, and it is not about exercise. Okay, these are these are different things. I hope you love it. I would love to get your feedback on it after you download it. Link is in the show notes, or you can go to beginwithin.fit and click on the ebook button. Now here's my interview with Coach John McLernan. Honestly, becoming a parent is as any parents out there are gonna know, it's absolutely life-changing. There's nothing, there's nothing like it. And and no matter how much prep, especially the first time, like I'm I'm a first-time dad. I got I got a he's currently 10 months old. Yeah. And, and there's nothing that really prepares you for that, um, that kind of shift. And you know, for us to have a have a baby like in a pandemic when like we couldn't have any family around and, and like we were literally by ourselves um with, with this new human trying to keep it alive, basically. And you know, kudos to, to my wife. I mean, she's absolutely incredible. And, and all mothers out there, I think are incredible now having witnessed this kind of firsthand, but you know, really the first, first month is, is probably going to be just a little bit chaotic, especially if you don't have help, just, just trying to find your feet. It's like you got thrown into a pool and you don't know how to swim and you're just kind of flapping around. And so I think it's really important, like starting out to kind of show yourself some grace here. Life is not going to be the same as it was pre-children. <laughs> it just, it just isn't. And so if you go into it with this expectation that, you know, um, uh, you, you know in, in a week or so, I'm just going to get back into whatever I was doing before. It's like, no, you're not, you yeah. aren't. And that's, and that's okay. And in fact, um, it's probably for a very good reason. It's because there's this incredible human that's come into your life and it makes everything better. Yeah. So one, one of the things that I started doing was, um, you know, I was trying to just get my wife some sleep and, and I, I I'll say I'm really fortunate because I work from home. So, I mean, maybe a lot of people did during the pandemic anyways, but you know, I, I mean, I work from home, so I, I have a degree of flexibility in my scheduling and like my wife is just exhausted with the whole like feeding every two hours, all that kind of stuff. So I would just take my, my son and I just walk up and down the stairs with him. So I'd kind of just hold him and, and go up and down the stairs. Yeah. It's not going to the gym for a workout, but it was me doing something. It was bonding with my son, pairing that with some kind of activity. And you know what, like carrying that little human up and down the stairs gets tiring after a while. Absolutely. And so you kind of have to improvise sometimes and just, you know, I, I talk a lot about setting CMGs or can't miss goals. And it's like, how can I, how can I make something that that's doable? Cause you, you know, when it comes to developing like a routine um, and, and you, you, we form habits, that's what our brain is like a habit forming computer. And so the behavior that you repeat the most is the one that's going to become the most familiar so when you think about, well, how do I incorporate activity into being a parent, especially in the beginning, it's not so important what you do. 
like the magnitude of what you do is not so important. If you walk up down the stairs for five minutes, holding your kid, your legs are going to be pretty tired. If that's all you do and you call it a workout, that's okay. Right. Um, what you've done. And the more times you repeat that, the more you pattern a behavior ultimately of deliberately setting aside some time to do something active for you. And that's, I think the most important part of this. Yeah. I hear, I hear you say it's okay. You've said it a few times. And I, I go back to that first statement of like, be you know, have some compassion for yourself. Like this is, this is a huge adjustment. So that, that seems like a, a pretty big theme. Cause I'm <laughs> yeah. listening. Right. Yeah. It, it's so important. Um, the, the, the world of social media, I think has also distorted expectations because of the way that like maybe some sort of super mom gets elevated, but there's always like mm. something behind the scenes and you don't know their story and their story is not the same story as yours. And so really the comparison game is going to kill you. It's going to kill your expectations, kill your motivation. It's going to make you feel yeah. like you're doing something wrong. Like there is no, there's no instruction manual for this. You kind of, because you don't even know what kind of kid you're going to get. What if you get a colicky kid? Right. Um, you know, we're, we're lucky that we, we didn't have a colicky baby, thankfully, you know, um, but we have a kid who doesn't sleep. Like we heard this whole thing, like newborns are supposed to sleep like 16 to 18 hours a day for the first little bit. I'm like, yeah, right. This kid was barely getting 12. <laughs> he, his legs. So like in the womb, he'd be like, he'd like hop on a bike and ride and we would film like his stomach. Like, it's just like his legs were just going and going and going. And we're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> what, are we gonna, what, is, what is this kid going to be? Is this kid like going to be a marathon runner or something? Like what is happening? And, and it, you know, um, th- then he comes out and like the legs just are going and going and going. And like, this kid is like an energizer bunny. <laughs> so, you know, I, I mean, all kids are curious, but, uh, and, and I'm biased and I don't have a lot of experience, but this kid's head's on a swivel all the time. He's never slept. Like the people that are like, oh yeah, I just put him to sleep and they sleep for seven. No, 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 no not this kid. <laughs> and so you don't, all of this to say, you don't really know what kind of kid you're going to get. And so, you kind of just have to take it as it comes and you know, do, do what you can with what you've got and then yeah. be okay with that. Nice. Got it. I have to imagine now, I don't I, I probably told you I'm not a parent, but I have to imagine that that mindset is going to really serve parents, regardless of the age of their children. Right. Yeah. Of just just yeah. do what you can. Like things mm-hmm. change. You have a whole new person now that's influencing your world that largely maybe out of your control. Um, yeah. that, you feel like that's true. I know I'm sure you have clients too that you help your oh, coaching absolutely. that have children. Is you know, that something I, you have to remind parents of a lot? Absolutely. It's we, because it's like, there's this pattern or this belief or this sense of identity inside ourselves. And it comes from this core belief that as I am, I am not enough. And so we're always looking for, well, well I'm not good enough. What do I have to do to be better? And it's like, to, to change, to shift that belief that as you are right now in this moment, you are enough. And I think sometimes we're afraid to even accept or acknowledge that because it runs contrary to who we believe ourselves to be. But we're also afraid that if I accept myself as I am right now, maybe I won't want to change and grow. And it's like, yes, you will. Human beings have a very, like, watch your child. There's a very strong drive inside of human beings to grow and develop. But when you, when you, when you come from this place of compassion, as I am right now in this moment, I am enough. I don't have to be more than I am right now. You take that pressure off your shoulders. You're actually freer to grow and develop. And that's, that's really exciting when we start to think about the possibilities in that regard. That's awesome. I love it. I love the, the mindset. And I'm sure um, I have to imagine as you being a parent now for 10 months, that the parents that you're working with are probably hearing some different, maybe some different <laughs> things. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, you know, it's funny because it's like, I, I understood it maybe theoretically prior to this, 
but there's some things you just can't read a book about. You have yeah. to live it in order to be able to enter into the experience of, of a client. And that's not to say that if you're not a parent, you can't help someone who is a parent. Of course you can, mm-hmm. you know, but it's the same thing. Like my, my whole thing is I work with people around emotional eating and, and significant weight loss. Why? Because I've lived that. I understand that in and out and intimately, like what it's like as a human being to go through that experience. And you can't really read a book about that. And so it, it definitely opens the door. And, it, you know, I, I just threw out all expectations of what I think a workout should look like. Let's say, you know, like I, I go and I hop my recumbent bike and maybe I'm going to watch the kid. Uh, I call him the kid. Um, I'm, I'm going to watch, we call him the mini human, things like that. Like you got the mini human, like, <laughs> <clears throat> Believe me, this kid is so loved. humor is important, right? Oh, yeah. you gotta you gotta keep your sense of humor, and, and the other thing is, don't lose your connection to your spouse in, in all of this. And uh, so, like, we have like, for example, a, a routine of like goodnight kisses. My wife and I do, and so sometimes my my son will be nursing, and and we're busy like kissing each other. <laughs> He's like looking up, being like, "Excuse me, I'm trying to," you know, "What's it's like, going on here?" Yeah, yeah. I'm like, "Hey, kid, this is why you were formed." <laughs> it's like so. Don't don't lose your connection to your spouse or partner in all of this either. I think that's super important. Like having that strong relational foundation. Nice. But it, you know, so it's like, hey, I'll I'll look after the kid. You need a break kind of thing and mm-hmm. credit to my wife like you know she still she still carries the huge brunt of the the work right now the nursing you know i change as many diapers as i can because i'm like uh, that's my close face-to-face kind of interaction with him have a little bit of fun on the day like obviously wiping poop off a kid's butt's not fun especially when it goes all the way up his back and and through two layers of clothing like any parent out there is going to understand like what we call a poopageddon we had a few <laughs> of them. like it's like it's not fun but you kind of just do it you know, when it's your own kid, you're like, whatever, like there's, there's yeah. no other option. I can't just leave them here like smeared in poop. So I got to do something <laughs> like, so if you can't maintain a sense of humor in this, like you're, you're going to be, you're going to be in pretty rough shape. Yeah. Um, but like, so I bring him down and, and I'm trying to ride my bike and this kid will just come over and he wants to touch the pedals. And so I like try to put all these barriers in place, all these pillows and boxes and things. And this kid just like plows through them because he wants to touch the pedals. And, and eventually I just give up on trying to ride, ride the bike and get my mileage in or whatever, because I'm like, clearly he wants the, the, the pedals are shiny. He wants to touch them. He want, and more than that, he wants to interact. So, you know, what my workout's going to be, I'm going to roll around on the floor with him. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll call it mobility work or whatever. So it's like throwing out this idea. It's, it's not, like, not saying don't work out. You can, but, but it's, sometimes you just got to adapt. You know, I pick my kid up. Maybe I'll do some curls with him, some over overhead presses. He's loving it, you know? Um, so have some fun, incorporate them into the workout, like obviously be safe. And, and yeah. like, you know, now my kids, he's, he's at a place where he can hold himself up. He can stand up. He's, he's basically, he's, you know, days away from walking kind of thing. He's standing independent. So, but like it, whatever their stage of development, it's like, you can make it, make some of it interactive with them, them, because here's the other really cool thing is you're actually starting to pattern a behavior with them too. Mm. They're, they're, mo- they're going to model your behavior far more than your words, especially in the beginning. And so I'm really mindful of that. And so to get him and kind of incorporate him into it, um, scoop nice. him up, I put him on my shoulders, I put him on my head and do like a little helicopter spin. He just loves that. Like, it really doesn't matter. I'm moving my body and, and, and I'm engaged with my son. We're doing yeah. something that together and bonding. And, and that's the thing. It's like, uh, yeah, I'm not having the perfect workouts. I'm not, I'm not, you know, a power lifter. I'm not doing any of these things anymore. I'm just having fun with my kid, but you know, there's so much joy in that and I'm moving my body. And that's really, to me, what this is about. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's, can we change gears a little bit and talk about food, food prep? I know. I mean, that's something that, I mean, the last time you were on, um, you, you just nailed, I think in the, you know, how to make this simpler, (laughs) like as a parent and as you've worked with parents, there's probably a whole nother, 
you know, a whole nother world in terms of like, Hey, I'm not just feeding myself. I have to think about someone else. I have to mm-hmm. really streamline this process. Um, yeah. What type of advice would, would you give, um, you know, using your own experience or, you yeah. know, things you found that work with your clients to help parents to um, d- address the nutritional needs, do things, you know, the healthiest way possible, but also acknowledge the challenges. Lower your expectations <laughs> again. So here's the thing. I, I think, again, social media has shown us pictures of people with their perfectly prepped meal containers and lids yeah. and, and their perfect portion broccoli and rice and chicken or beef or what, whatever. The, the basics are you get a vegetable in there, maybe get some lean protein in there, get some kind of carbohydrate in there. If you're microwaving frozen veg to make it work, I'm cool with that. Like that's still better than going through the drive-thru. So instead of treating it like this black and white thing, like where, cause I think there's this idea that people have in their head. Oh my gosh. Like making healthy meals is so much effort and takes so much time. Are you kidding? I, I, I grab like say six potatoes, just stab them repeatedly with a fork, take my frustrations out, throw them in the oven, turn it on and walk away and come back in an hour. And I've got like a bunch of baked potatoes. I just throw in the container in the fridge. I'll grab a potato, smash it open, throw some tuna on there and some salsa. I've got a meal, you know, the salsa is the vegetable. It's, is it perfect? No, but I'm, I forget. It's like a potato. A baked potato is a great carbohydrate. They're super nutrient rich. Mm-hmm. Potatoes got a bum wrap because of French fries and chips and stuff and the hash browns and stuff like that. But the actual humble potato itself is really like nutrient rich. Um, so it's like make, make your life easier. Um, I call it outsource my cooking to my appliances. So I've got a rice cooker, an instant pot, uh, a slow cooker, an air fryer, which is like a mini convection oven for those who don't have one. It's basically. So, you know, uh, Maybe we'll, we'll go shopping. We'll buy a stack of uh, chicken legs or something like that because they're on sale. And then just dump two, because just my wife and I and my son. So I'll dump two chicken legs into a Ziploc bag, put it in the freezer and then just stack a whole bunch in the freezer. So it's like, when I get a moment, you know, maybe it takes 20 minutes to stack a bunch in the freezer. Now all I do is grab, grab a couple of chicken legs out of there, throw them in the air fryer, set the timer, walk away. They're going to come, mm-hmm. you know, maybe I throw some rice in the rice cooker again, flick the switch, walk away or, you know, yeah. throw the, the I don't actually throw, but like, you know, place place in the oven your frozen vegetables in the glass tray set the timer walk away like that sort of prep may, might take five minutes or less and it's a lot less time you'd spend sitting in the drive through lineup right and it's going to cost you less money yeah yeah awesome I, lo- I love that you teach that i love the way that you explain it because yeah we one of the things that we hear a lot is like oh it's so it takes so much time or it's so expensive to eat healthy i don't have the time to do it and the, you put kind of the challenge back on us of like, really, does it take more time? Like, let's just think yeah. through this. Yeah, yeah. I love it. You know, one, one of the things I just did the other day was, you know, we went to go to a Walmart there and they had some ground beef on sale. So you buy some, buy a big slab of ground beef. I, I threw that in a glass tray, covered it in foil, put it in the oven, just cooked the entire slab of ground beef as it was. And then, and then, you know, when it, when it comes out, you know, an hour later or whatever, just hacked it to chunks, put them in containers in the fridge. And, and did the same thing with potatoes. This is where this idea, you know, this other thing comes from. So now I've just grabbed a chunk of ground beef, throw it on a potato, throw some salsa on. Again, salsa, as long as it's not loaded with sugar, salsa is a great vegetable. It's cooked tomatoes, peppers, onions, garlic. Like it's, yeah. you know, all these flavorings. Salsa is my favorite condiment. So, you know, I, I, I pity anyone who doesn't enjoy salsa. Like it's, it's amazing. So again, it's about kind of re- rethinking this and just saying like the, the fundamentals of a, of a healthy meal is probably going to be some kind of, you know, quality protein, you know, a, a quality carbohydrate and, and some vegetables. Mm-hmm. You, you make it as easy as possible, whether that's throwing a potato, you can do a baked potato in the microwave, five, you know, throw it in the microwave, set it for five minutes, walk away, make sure you stab it a few times with a fork though. Um, so it doesn't explode, but, um, 
so it's, it's that idea there is like, how simple can you make it? Make it so simple. You simply, you almost can't not do it. So my mm-hmm. freezer is always loaded with bags of frozen veg. Uh, you know, <laughs> I go to yeah. like, we have a store up here called Superstore. You know, I'll go there and buy like 25 bags of frozen veg and people are just looking at me like, are you okay? You know, <laughs> I'm like, I have kids. Okay. <laughs> I have a kid. I'm, I make it sound so dramatic because I only have one right now, but, but I'm like, it's it, one was like a big enough shift, you know, yeah. we, we hope to have more. So, um, make it, make it so easy. You, you basically can't not do it and make it cost less than it would to buy a drive-through meal for your family. Mm-hmm. And, and then you really have, those are the two biggest obstacles, time and money. And I'm like, well, if you can make it cost less and take less time, yeah, what stands in your way? You won. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, now, I, I mean, obviously you're, you're a, you're a weight loss coach and your family's just getting started. So all the stuff that you've probably had in place, maybe it was a little easier for, for you to, to keep there than maybe someone who might be listening. They've got older kids, you know, they feel like I'm busy beyond what I can handle, but I know I need to take better care of myself. I want to lose weight. I want to get healthier. I want to do what's right for my family. With kind of that scenario, I'm curious, what would you recommend as far as like first step? Someone wants to begin, like what, what would, what should they do? Uh, Start small. And it sounds so cliche to say that, but it's like, don't the way that we we go into this, like with this. So we we come to this place of pain in a sense, I'm uncomfortable. I'm irritated. I hate how I look. I hate how I feel. I just have Mm -hmm. to change. And that's this, that kicks off this motivation wave, but it's a, it's called a wave for a reason because it's going to come, it's going to peak, it's going to crest and it's going to fall back down again. And so the mistake that we make is we think that this motivation wave is going to like see us through this whole transformation that we're trying to create. And it's not, that's not how our brain works. So we know it's going to peak, it's going to crest and it's going to fall off again. So while that motivation is strong, it's like, you kind of have to temper your, again, temper your efforts a little bit. Otherwise you're going to, you're going to start perpetuating the cycle of like peak and crash, peak and crash. And, and you end up in the yo-yo diet cycle. So it's like, start small. Um, maybe you start with one meal, depending on the age of your kids. Can you get your kids involved in prep? Cause maybe you say, well, my kids are picky mm. eaters. They only eat chicken fingers. I'm like, well, you know, if chicken fingers aren't available, eventually they get hungry. <laughs> and right. so, yeah, I mean, okay, you got to pick your battles. Uh, I, I get it. But I mean, I've worked with a lot of parents over the years. So like uh, some of the stuff is coming from not, not just, right. this is not just me reading a book about it. This is, you know, but it's, it's uh, get your kids involved, you know, and if they're older and, and give them some responsibility, Hey, chop up this onion, chop up these peppers, whatever, get them involved in the process. They're actually more likely to consume healthy food. If they're engaged in the process, you know, when they're mm. younger, maybe, Hey, do you want to pick out an apple for mommy or daddy or whatever, you know? Okay, cool. That kind of thing. So engage them in it and make use of them as helpers. Nice. Nice. I love it. Yeah. That's, that's great. And I, I, I have to imagine as a parent, if, as you work on that, I mean, then you're spending, spending time with your kids, kind of like you talked about, yeah. all right, my workout is just going to be playing with, with my son. Um, as, as they get older than involving them in the process, it's more time, right. Together, yeah. more time to, to help them to develop as good humans. Right. Yeah. Like I have this awareness already just in the first 10 months, like how much growth and change and development has occurred from like baby to 10 month old. And, and we're like, slow down kid. And I think every mm. parent feels this when you watch your kid just develop so quickly and you're like, Oh my gosh, slow down, please. Like, I just want to hold on to the Like this stage right now is a super cute stage. He's, he, he's not forming, he's got a few words, but um, he's super chatty 
And so I hold a conversation with him and he's, you know, people would say he's just babbling, but I'm like, no, we're having a conversation. He just can't form the words yet, but we're communicating. Mm. So I, I love this, the, this stage. And so where I'm going with this is, is look, 20 years from now, you're not going to, you're not going to be worried about whether or not you had a perfect workout. You're going to be worried about whether you formed a relationship with your kid. Mm. Yeah. And so it's a huge shift. I want my son to know how loved and valued he is, you know, how important he is. I love it when, when I come up the stairs from my office and he, he scoots across the floor as fast as he can and grabs onto my leg. I'm like, that's the greatest feeling ever. This human being just adores me enough that he's like ripping as fast as he can mm-hmm. to get to my leg and pulling himself up. I want that. You know, yeah. I'm not worried about my abs. <laughs> like, yes, I, I want to be, I want to be physically capable of playing with him. That's the important thing. But beyond that, I, I want to have this relationship and this bond with him. And that, that supersedes everything else. Yeah, I'm sure you will. That's awesome. Coach John, what, what's the best way for people to follow your work? Uh, website is freedomnutritioncoach.com. I think it's a great place to kind of learn a little bit more about what I do. Um, I also run a, a podcast called Between the Before and After. Um, you can find that, uh, I'll actually broadcast it live as well. Like, so and you can look up freedom nutrition coaching, whether it's on Facebook, um, LinkedIn, Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, on all those channels, I stream at least once, once a week. Um, okay. you can, you can send me a friend request on Facebook. I haven't hit my friend limit yet. So I'm like, I'm a pretty friendly guy. So, uh, you know, my, my username is Canadian nomad with like, uh, one N so yeah. Oh, well, there's two N's I guess, but there's not, you know, N N it's just Canadian O M A D. You can find me on Facebook and send me a friend request. Like I, I often use my personal Facebook page, like an informal blog, both for dad jokes. Cause I, I, I can tell all the dad jokes in the world, <laughs> now. In now. you know? I got, yeah. Yeah. So that's probably a great place to touch, uh, touch base with me. Okay, cool. Coach John McLernan. Thanks so much for being here. Oh, it's been a pleasure, man. I want to thank coach John once again for being on the podcast and we will have links to connect with him in the show notes if you'd like to follow his work. Thanks a lot, John. Now I want to revisit those three themes, three themes that I mentioned at the outset that I wanted you to pay attention to. The idea of can't miss goals. I love that phrase. It's one that Coach John uses. It essentially set small, small, tiny goals. So small that you can't help but make it happen. It almost happens accidentally. It just takes such a tiny little bit of effort on your part to hit your goal. And be realistic about it as a parent. I think he did a great job of communicating that in the interview, didn't he? It's about just doing what you can and being okay with it. He touched on that idea of ditching perfectionism. Throw out the idea of being perfect. There's no perfect workout. There's no perfect day as a parent where everything just goes just right, I would imagine. I mean, you parents, you know what what that's about. But just in spending some time with John, I get the sense of that, right? There are other people influencing your life in some major ways. And you, you don't have a lot of control over that. So, And that's the reality for all of us, I guess. And a lesson to learn. Circumstances change. Things go differently than what we would like them to at times. And that's okay as long as we throw out the idea of trying to be perfect. Now, Coach John talked about something I think is really, really important. I want to bring your attention back to it in this 
area, this core belief that we have to force ourselves to be perfect. We have to squeeze into this mold of perfectionism because we're not good enough, this idea. Um, and why do we do it? We think that if we, if we don't, that we are going to miss out on something. Maybe there'll be some unrealized potential unless we are hyper vigilant all the time. Well, here's the thing about it. Having that perspective, well, I suppose maybe we won't miss opportunities to improve if we're if we're always looking for them and we're trying to be perfect. We know, you know, honestly, we're going to fall short of that. But if we're striving for perfection, when it comes to our diet and our workouts, we then where we fall short will will be will be good enough to get us the results that we want. Maybe that's the the reasoning, right? Here's the idea though that I want to share with you is that comes with that that focus comes with a ton of pressure and stress and anxiety and if you are hyper vigilant all the time looking for opportunities to be better 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 perfect 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 what's going to happen is you are going to wear yourself out. We've talked about that on previous episodes. You're going to get exhausted. And at some point, you're not going to be able to maintain that same state of, of hyper-focus on, on being perfect. And you're going to give up. You're going to stop. You're going to say, I can't do it. What's it all for? I'm going to quit. And the cycle perpetuates itself. So then you you stop for a day, a week, months, maybe years, and then you're like, okay, here we go again. I'm gonna be perfect now. And you can't you can't do it. So throw out the idea of perfectionism and realize this, even though we mask perfectionism behind this this noble idea of of I don't want to um, miss any opportunities for moving forward and reaching my full potential when it comes to health, wellness, fitness, weight loss, whatever it is. Coach John reminded us that when you just let yourself be, the natural state of a human being is to have an inborn drive to develop to learn, to grow. And when we ditch the idea of trying to be perfect, that's when that natural drive actually takes over. That's when now we're free to develop and grow and learn. We don't worry so much about failure. We actually just learn as we go through the process. That didn't work out the way I wanted. Let me try it this way instead. Everything's still okay. I'm okay. I don't have to be perfect so important in this journey of becoming healthier, better versions of ourself. Wouldn't you agree? And then finally, I think Coach John nailed it just beautifully is get get the kids involved. Get them involved in the process of making healthy meals, age-appropriate tasks to, to support the family and to support the kids themselves in health and wellness 
And maybe it just starts out when they're little that they're supporting you. Which apple should I eat today? Should I have a fruit or a veggie? You tell me. You know, just little things. Maybe helping um, in the in the grocery store, sitting in the cart. Which which fruit looks the best to you? Let's get that one. All kinds of different ways. But when health is a priority for you, your kids are going to notice. It's going to affect them. Be confident of that. I want to thank you so much for being here. I really hope that this was valuable for you. And I want the conversation to continue. So I love your messages on Instagram. I love the the screenshots of the podcast or um, you listening to the podcast in the car. Tag me in those at Nate Slager. I love it. Um, tells me that I'm on the right track. And if there's ideas that you have, questions you have, problems that you're having in this journey toward healthier, send me a message on Instagram. Let me know. I'm happy to, first of all, I'm happy to help you. And then secondly, I would love to know the struggles that you're having and the things that would be really valuable for us to share here on the podcast in the future for you so that this show can continue to be valuable, valuable, not just for you, but for others who will discover it. So thank you so much for your interaction, for the engagement um, and the things that you share with me, the ideas and the support that, that you, that you offer. It means so much to me. Please keep it up. I appreciate you so much for being here. I'll talk to you again next week. If you are tired of feeling frustrated and disappointed with fitness and you're ready to get on the path to being the healthy person you want to be, just go to beginwithin.fit and click the Join Our Challenge button. We can't wait to support you in your fitness journey and help you to get the results you deserve.